0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: It is The Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, T.J. Hushmanzada, the former All-Pro receiver, filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Hope you're getting your Tuesday off to a good start on this holiday week. And, uh, T.J., I know you're feeling good because you're – Former team, the Cincinnati Bengals, the team that drafted you, the team you were an All-Pro for—they're rolling, man. The I mean, Bengals we saw good. Joe Burrow threw for 525 yards. When TJ was watching that game, he ran out into his front yard, hoping one of those passes
2: would come his way. <laughs> they still throwing the ball,
1: <laughs> right? That was crazy. I mean, come on, TJ. But uh, the Bengals look good. But in the AFC, there's another team that's red hot and playing good football. Earlier this year, they lost seven games in a row, and now the Miami Dolphins, don't look now, they've won seven games in a row. They beat the New Orleans Saints 20-3. They increased their record to 8-7 and seven on the season. Their final two games are against at Tennessee and then against uh, New England, so they got two tough games to close out the year. And I know twenty to three wasn't that pretty. Uh, New Orleans, they don't have any quarterbacks. They uh, they they had to start uh, Ian Book. Ian Book right, who 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 was what their third string quarterback. Uh, didn't play really
2: well. Really their fourth string, huh? If you, if you say Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, you're right.
1: Fourth string. You're right. Fourth string. And uh, the Dolphins got a pick six to start the game, so that helped out. But the final score was 20-3. to And, TJ, I want to get your assessment, but I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm not buying the Miami Dolphins. Not one iota. Not one scintilla. I looked at their wins, and I'm not impressed. Other than a win against Baltimore, which I will give them back on November eleventh, twenty-two to ten, they beat Houston, the Jets twice, Carolina, the Giants, and New Orleans with a four-string quarterback. To me, the Dolphins are a dented can of tuna fish at the supermarket.
2: They're not. Hey, you get that top dented shelf. can. You like? Oh, let me go get another can. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what? Am I am i wrong to a to a certain degree you are and and i'll and i'll tell you why in the national football league there's gonna be you you need to beat the teams you're supposed to beat and for the most part the good teams do that but it's hard week in and week out to win seven games in a row even harder to lose them and you look at it and say how did this happen they played the tennessee titans this sunday I believe they're going to win that game. They don't have Derrick Henry. The Dolphins, it's what we talked about when we were speaking of the Lakers. One thing we know the Dolphins are going to do, they're going to play defense. They're going to play defense. Their defense is going to keep that team in every single game they play. It's going to come down to the last game of the season against the Patriots. Tua is playing good enough. I believe I, he can. I'm be glad better. you said
1: that. I want, I want, I want us to get. I want you to finish your point, and then I want to get into Tua because you know it seemed like it, they were up in the air on him, and we'll get into that. I really want to get your breakdown because the numbers aren't eye popping, not not at all. But go ahead. O, no, on, they're on the not. If,
2: when when you watch them, and just just specifically the game last night, Jalen Waddle is having a fantastic rookie season. Right, he's Jaylen, approaching uh, the the record by Anquan Boldin. That, that right. record is that record is good. Is broken. It, it's over. It's his. It's going to be his record. Very rarely will we see a rookie do what he's doing. But Jalen Waddle was one of the most explosive players to come into the league in a while. They're treating this guy like he has no everything. They throw him is something short. He doesn't really get down the field, and, and so they're going to have to find a way that they can create chunk plays with what because Waddle can get down the field Waddle is an explosive fast athlete I mean it's literally he's probably averaging nine yards a catch and, and so they had to figure out a way to get explosive plays in this offense they had to figure out a way to run the ball a little more effectively because in essence they're using Waddle in a short passing game as an extended version of the run but they're, they're doing what they got to do I don't care who it is beat who's on the schedule If you do that, you have a chance to make the playoffs. They have that chance. It's going to come down, in my opinion, to this last game of the season against New England because I believe they should beat the Tennessee Titans because that defense and Brian Flores will get the job done.
1: See, I I just have – when you look at it, during the seven-game losing streak, they lost nothing to – they lost to good teams. So when I look at Tennessee and New England as teams with good records over five hundred, which I consider good teams – I don't believe they're going to win those games, and the streak will be over, and it'll be because they weren't able to beat the teams. I I, I hear you, gobble up all the all the bad teams, and there are a ton of bad teams in the NFL, but that's not always going to get you to where you want to get to because I mean, they, they ultimately to you got to beat some good teams. I, I mean, mean, they
2: lost to bad teams. They they lost to the Jags. They lost a heartbreaker to the Falcons by two points, and, and so they've lost. To yeah, teams but they that all, you wouldn't consider playoff teams, really. But they
1: lost. To, but they lost to Buffalo. They lost to Tampa Bay.
2: Hey, that they Buffalo, lost to Buffalo lost.
1: again. again. Uh, they lost to Indianapolis. They lost to the Raiders when the Raiders were playing better in the beginning of the year. So I'm saying their losses aren't shocking to me. And they did lose to Jacksonville. That was the really
2: the loss. the The Buffalo loss and the Tampa Bay loss. Those weren't losses. They got slaughtered. Every All the other losses, at least the game, was somewhat competitive. The Raiders game, it's a three-point game. Uh, the Colts right. game, it was double digits, 27-17, but that was still somewhat closer. But to lose, you don't make the playoffs, you look back through the schedule and you say, ah, we lost to the Falcons and the Jags back-to-back. That shouldn't have happened. And so they got to rolling. Once the Bills beat them for the second time, this is when they've gone on this seven-game win streak, starting with the Houston, Te- Houston Texans was that get-right medicine. So they played Houston, oh, they got right, and they've been on a roll ever since. But there's going to there's gonna be some games where this offense is going to have to carry him, And are they going to be able to do that? Can Tua, with the game on his back, say, I got you? And, and that's, that's the unknown.
1: No doubt, and I, and I do want to talk about him. I was going to say I remember uh, with Waddle having a chance to break Anquan Bolden's rookie record, but I I actually covered the first game that Anquan Bolden ever played. Do you remember that game, TJ? It was against the Lions, and Charles Rogers was played in that game too. That was his very first game, and if I remember correctly, I need to find the stats. Both of them caught for over 200 yards, the late Charles Rodgers. Uh, really? Do you remember that? Both I Anquan mean, I- and Charles both had 200 yards receiving in their very first game.
2: If that's it. And I guarantee both teams walked away like, oh, we got our guys.
1: Can you believe that? I, I know. Hey, hey Jay Stu, find that out for me. I'm almost positive. I covered that game in Detroit, it was the opener of the season. But tell me about two. you said. And you just said it. He has to play better. He's played okay. He's played good. Are they set with him? Would they make a move? Is he still not completely the answer? Because last year they were jerking him around, and I got the feeling like they weren't all the way in on him. Uh, Where's Tua for the Dolphins?
2: It's hard, man. It's... (laughs) I think Tua is a good player. See, you
1: hemming and horn, that tells me that you're not tall. I'm I'm serious because you wouldn't be hemming and horn.
2: No, Tua's accurate, but a lot of it, coaching in the NFL matters so much, Rob. It's the one sport where, like the NBA, if you got great players, you're going to win. You're a great coach. Just call it what it is. If you got the best players in the NBA, you're going to win. Oh, you're a great coach. No doubt. In the NFL, Coaching matters, man. And when I when I and not not saying that Tua's not getting the coaching. What I'm saying is the play calling, the understanding of what the defense is trying to do to you, and so you understand why each play is called because what the coordinator is expecting. And I think people gloss over that. Like I played with Cincinnati for so long, and then you leave and you go to other teams, and you get. An understanding of, oh, it's a really good coaching staff. Oh, these guys aren't that good. Just from the experience of being with different coaches, everybody's not a good coach, man. And I'm not saying that that's the case. I would like to see the Dolphins get down the field more, run the ball a little more effectively, because you cannot continue to rely on this defense. And can Tua be that guy? I would. If to answer that question honestly, I would say I believe he can, but I'm not sure. Like, he makes him throw, wow. Like, that throw to uh, Mac Hollins last night was a great throw. It was a great catch as well. But everything is short pass to uh, Jalen Waddle. 10-yard out to Jalen Waddle. Uh, shallow crossing to Jalen Waddle. Shovel pass to Jalen Waddle. And they're getting him the balls in creative ways. But you have to be able to get chunk yardage in the NFL and so can he be that guy I believe he can but I'm still uncertain
1: wow yeah I mean coming out of college we deal with the injury but uh he was a great college player people had high hopes for him they thought he was the uh next thing and there's so many other young quarterbacks if you look at uh Tua doesn't even rate, right? When you talk about if you would, if I would ask you the top five young quarterbacks in the league, you're not even mentioning him.
2: No, no, no. You're gonna go, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen is technically still young. I mean, if you go on the first contract still, no, because you, it's Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. You you might throw him in there, huh? You think so? It's possible. Quite – I mean, it's possible. It's possible that he can get in there.
1: But he. But he's definitely at, at the bottom of that list, even if you put him there, because, you know, the talk is about, of course, uh, Herbert and Joe Burrow and, and, and whatnot when you talk about these young quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I just I, – you know, I, I, get, I get the Dolphins, and I'm not trying to discount. You, you, you said it. Winning in the NFL, there's only 17 games this year. You know, it's, it's hard to win in the league. I get it. But I do wonder, and I always question teams that don't beat good teams. Like, like you know, that was my knock on the Rams and Stafford, right, when they had the dry patch. What happened? They played some really good teams and defenses, and what happened? Remember, they were off to a 7-1 start. Stafford's the MVP and all this. Look at his numbers. And then what happened? They played better teams. And then all of a sudden, they lose. And it's uh, pick sixes. And you start to look at teams differently. Am I wrong as far as? It does matter who you beat if you're trying to get somewhere. If you're just trying to play out the string and losing the first round, if you're getting the playoffs, because you can't beat good teams, I, I just I just wonder. I, I I take, I I take a I take into account teams that you beat. I think it matters. It tells me more about a team.
2: Now, when you, when you beat good teams, obviously you feel better about yourself. The coaching staff feels better, but at the end of the day you, you got to beat the bad teams as well. And but the good teams just gives you that confidence like you you go beat Green Bay. You're going to feel real good about yourself. But the key is when you beat Green Bay are you satisfied?
1: Right.
2: Or do you want more? And and that's that's the key and it, it's the motivation of, of the coaches, it's the self-motivation of the players. There's so many things that go into this like Rob, right, when I was playing, it'd be so crazy, man. Like Tuesday was our day off, so guys would go out on Monday. And I'm not a drinker, but when I tell you, guys would get loaded, and they will get loaded on Monday, Tuesday. Is that man. right? <laughs> what? And I'd be like, How are these guys practicing the next day? I mean, dude, I'm not. I've been in teams where guys would be so drunk, they drive straight to the stadium. And sleep in the locker room, get there like three in the morning because they know we got meets. Don't even go home. Wife probably like, where are you at? Right. Don't go home, go straight to the stadium. And people think I'm talking about when I play for the Bengals. I'm not. I'm talking to other teams.
1: Right. And, and it'd be like, they would be like, okay, sleeping it off at the stadium, getting hours ready before
2: practice. Before Rob, practice. four hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. And guess what? Get out there and practice. They, you know what, off practice. And I'm like, I don't know right. how they. I don't know how they doing this. I don't know how they're doing this. I'm getting eight nine hours of sleep without no alcohol, and I'm practicing. These dudes are getting four hours of sleep, and they were drunk the night before. And, and so, it's so much that goes into this that if you're less than full strength, it's hard. But it has to be an effort of coaches, players, and everybody on the same page wanting greatness. And Gosh. I looked at I looked that up. Anquan Bolden had two hundred yards against uh, the Detroit. Did you find Lions. that? Yeah. What did but, What did Charles, Charles man, have? Charles he, he had four catches for thirty eight yards. Oh, uh, what I, I thought they were they both. Joey Harrington was only seventeen for thirty for one ninety five. I I knew there was, but what did he have? Three touchdowns, Charles Robinson. Charles Rogers had two touchdowns. Oh, two touchdowns.
1: Okay. I remember that game by Anquan Boulder. I'm talking about a rookie. His hey, he, first game, yeah. right? He had
2: 200-and-something yards. I remember Man, that saying. 10 catches for 217.
1: Which is crazy. You remember what you had in your first game
2: in the NFL? Uh, my first game in the NFL, I do not remember, but I'm going to guess and say I was inactive. You were <laughs> you were inactive, Man, right. Uh, them, them, them first three years, Rob, it was right. walking to the locker room let's see if I have a jersey on my shoulder pads today where I'm active. The first three years was – You
1: walk in. How heartbreaking was that when you walk in and there's no jersey there? You're like –
2: Early on, it's heartbreaking. And then you start to realize, like, during the week, like, oh, I'm not really uh, getting reps. I'm probably going to be inactive this week. And so, like, it was was different in Cincinnati, right? We didn't stay in a hotel my first couple years. And so – Guys would go out Saturday night, like go out into the club, be out till two in the morning, three in the morning. We got to be at the stadium at 11. Right. And so you, if you're like, oh yeah, I'm not getting no reps. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and go out. And we didn't stay in hotels. So we just left the house. We we're all young. The whole team was young. I mean, right. you got to understand Peter Warwick and Ron Dugans were drafted the year ahead of me. So our entire team was young. So yeah, man, uh, Right, wrong, or indifferent, a lot of guys were out in Cincinnati, man, the night before the game just having fun. And if you were active, it was just get out here and play with little to no sleep. I wasn't a drinker, so I was good, but sometimes you'd be out there
1: tired. No doubt, being out, hanging out all night. All right, so this is it. We do want to hear from you on this, Dolphins. We just said it, the first team in NFL history to have both a seven-game losing streak and now a seven-game winning streak in the same season it, it just feels kind of weird. I think the Dolphins are f- fraudulent. I told you, a dented can of tuna fish to me. Uh, but TJ's buying into them. He likes what he sees. He's not going to poo-poo, right? They're, they're winning. They've won seven games in a row. So TJ's cool with it. I just don't see them going anywhere. Home dinner, maybe a show. But uh, winning, making the playoffs, winning these last two games, I'm not buying it. Where are you? 877-99 on Fox is the telephone number. 877-99. Nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. If you want to chime in on the Miami Dolphins and uh, who's got a better beat on them, is it uh, T.J. Hushmanzada or myself? It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker and T.J. Hushmanzada filling in. Your phone calls next eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Stick and stay America.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio on your Tuesday holiday week in between Christmas and New Year's. Rob Parker, T.J. zada the former All-Pro receiver, filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Talking about the Dolphins, they get a win Last night against the Saints in their ninth string quarterback. Oh, I'm sorry, fourth string quarterback. <laughs> 20 to three. They've now won seven games in a row. The first team in NFL history, the National Football League, to lose seven games in a row. And now they've won seven games in a row. Uh, trying to make a playoff push, got two big games left. I'm not buying them. They're Fugazi fraudulent tj he's buying them we want to hear from you 877-99 on fox
2: andre in massachusetts you're on the air fox sports radio
3: what's going on good morning thanks for taking the call listen if i'm rusty uh and donnie brosco i I don't know if i can take that analysis that the dolphins are fugazi i got to take another look based (laughs) off of the fact that listen this is a team that's eight and seven. They're only one game behind the Patriots and the Bills. And for me, here's what it comes down to. I'm calling from the Cape, from New England. In 2019, the Miami, Miami Dolphins came into Foxborough and beat a Patriots team that needed a win to get a first round bye and to be in Super Bowl contention. That Patriots team had Tom Brady as their quarterback. Dolphins came to town a game that nobody thought they can win. They won that game. The Patriots had to now play a first round game against. The Titans at home. We know what the result of that was. They got hammered, and that ended the dynasty. So Bland, I remember that Dolphins game way. very
2: vividly. I remember when the Dolphins. I remember. Hey, you remember what happened opening uh, weekend this this year?
1: The Dolphins. Yeah. Well, well, they always play the Patriots tough, right? And in, in, uh no.
2: Yeah, and they they beat them, and so does Brian Flores really have an understanding of what? Belichick likes to do. Players, you still got to go out there and execute, but they can win this Tennessee game this Sunday. Well, they, they,
1: they, the point might be moot if they lose to Tennessee, right, at
2: Tennessee. Yeah, without Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, in and out of the lineup with the hamstring. How are they the winning, Dolphins, though?
1: They, they're still winning, though, the Titans? Yeah. They haven't gone away, have they?
2: No, but the the, the Dolphins are good on the outside when I'm, I'm talking corners. You got Byron Jones. You got Xavier Howard. They can contain guys that want to throw that ball just because of what they have in the secondary. It's going to be an interesting game. It really, it could be a make-or-break uh, game for the Dolphins if you look at it. Got another caller, Sam in El Paso. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Sam isn't there. We're going to go to David in L.A. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Good
0: morning, gentlemen. Happy holidays to you both. I'm a diehard Dolphins fan from Los Angeles. TJ, I hope you're right, but I'm a realist. I'm just looking at the last seven teams that were beat. Uh, the Jets twice, uh- they're not good, uh, obviously. Cam Newton's uh, Carolina Panthers, forget about them. Right. Uh, the
1: Texans, they beat all bad teams. I, the only good yeah. win was against Baltimore,
2: David. I'm I'm Come being, on, David, you got to have some faith in your team. David, how I got faith in your team and you don't, man. What's uh, going on? What's going on?
0: I said, you know, like I said, I, TJ. I hope you're correct. I also want to say something about you, TJ. You are a personal inspiration to me. I'm a, I'm a Persian American, Iranian American, and to see in the NFL your last name on your jersey, all those years when I was growing up, uh, as a success in the NFL, you really were an inspiration to me. And I just wanted to say how much you mean to me.
2: Man, that's I appreciate awesome. you, man. Thank you. That's awesome, man. Do you get that, TJ? not often some sometimes i I don't really see like um my dad is persian right um i never met him a day in my life i'm a junior and so when people see my last name i believe it's common in in that uh the iranian culture but i've never met him man never met him it's crazy i can tell a long story about how i first talked to him when i was uh probably 28 29 years old but yeah we've never met in person but I, I I don't get that often. But I do see people that are Persian, and they and they, do you speak Farsi? And I'm like, nah. And you're like, da, nah. I'm not, you remember I'm not. you remember Dahani Jones, the linebacker yes. from Yep. We're playing him, and he starts speaking Farsi to me, and I'm looking at him like, what the hell are you talking about? And he looks at me and he's like, you don't speak Farsi? I'm like, nah, like, bro. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I don't. I got the last man. name, but I don't speak it. Man, he was speaking it like I knew what he was talking about. And I finally had to ask him, like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, what are you saying? I had no idea. And he he was shocked. He was trying to teach it to me during the game. But, yeah, I, I appreciate that, David, man. Thank you, bro. We got
1: 877-99
2: on Fox. Yep, go ahead. Rick and Fort Lauderdale, you're on the air, Fox Sports Radio.
3: Good morning, gentlemen.
2: Happy New Year to you. Brock. Yes, Rick. What's up, buddy? Brock. How are
1: you? Yes. You used to be our biggest ally, especially when we used to beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. What happened to you? I just, <laughs> hey, Rick, you know what? I love the Dolphins when they were doing that. There's no doubt about it. They used to give Brady and the Patriots the business. Rick, I just can't get with the winning streak. I'm looking at the who they're beating. It just it doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't feel that good. Rob, you beat
3: who's on the schedule? T.J. said it right. This is the NFL. This isn't college football. When Alabama's playing, you know the ladies of the poor. This is the NFL. Okay. And by the way, those Texans teams that you mentioned that we beat. They hung 41 on your, on your L.A. Chargers, so I don't want to hear it. But, T.J., I want to go back to your comment about Tua and Waddle, and I agree 100% with you. We have a Ferrari, and we're using him as a pickup truck, but the reason is our, our offensive line is so bad that Tua doesn't have time to throw downfield. But you're absolutely right. He need to get downfield with and Waddle, but he just doesn't have the time. And the rain game, we ran a little bit. Finally, we had a great game last week against the Jets. This week against the Saints, it was a big difference. But, you know, the reason Tua can't throw downfield is because of the offensive line. But, Rob, Thanks. you better come back to the, to the good side, bro. Get off right. the dark side. Happy New <laughs> hey, Year, guys.
1: Hey, Happy New Year, Rick. We appreciate it. He calls uh, the odd couple often, Rick. We appreciate you calling here on the Dan Patrick Show, 877-99 on Fox. TJ, let's uh, kick
2: in some more calls. Ryan in Iowa. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Hey, guys. A couple things on Tua. The previous caller said that it was right about the offensive line. But uh, Bruce Arians always said uh, the number one thing you can't teach a quarterback is accuracy, and Tua's got that. Um, I think he's fine with that. I think that – the Dolphins need to shore up, shore up the offensive line. And the other thing, you look at those seven-game losing streaks, the streak, Tua, had, Tua was out with ribs. Jacoby Brissett came in and didn't win a game for us. So, you know, we might have got a couple of those games if uh, Tua was are starting Are you guys going to win? Get...
1: Let me ask you, you winning these last two games, you're going to win at Tennessee and against New England?
0: Hey, we are, uh, as Dolphins fans, we know Ryan Tannehill. We know that Ryan Tannehill is special without Derrick Henry. I think we can win that game. And definitely uh, New England never likes to come to Miami and win. So uh, Tom Brady didn't ha- didn't like playing in Miami, and I don't think Mac Jones is going to like playing in Miami. So, so you're um, saying I think they gonna go- they're going to finish
1: the season with a nine-game winning streak and make the playoffs. That's what you got?
0: We already That's got what seven. can like, yeah, we all right. do more. Yeah.
1: All right. I got it. All right, yeah. I ain't buying it. I hear you, though. Hey, you know, fan is derived from the word fanatic, so I get it when the fans call up and they're all in about their team. They're going to win every game and make every play and do everything. I'm just not with it, TJ.
2: Man, they have a great chance. They they really do. They they can win this Tennessee game. When you win seven in a row. You know how they feel about themselves mentally. They, they feel like they can't be beat. Your confidence is on another level. And so much of playing sports is about self-belief and confidence. And they I have believe that right that.
1: now. No, I, no doubt. eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. It's the Dan Patrick Show. Want to hear from you. Dolphins, I think they're fraudulent. TJ's all in. He thinks they're filet. What you got, Jay?
2: Jay, what you think in Cincinnati? You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Jay, you know what I think, TJ? I think he was a hell
4: of a receiver. At first, he was injured, and then all of a sudden, he was the go-to guy. You would get hit, you would bounce right back up, my brother. They they and, love TJ in Cincinnati. My oh God. my God, he was great. He broke our heart when he went to
2: Seattle. And, and, uh, and, and any time he goes back to
1: Cincinnati, I broke, he'll get I a broke, Skyline broke, Chili dog for free, right? I
2: broke my own heart when I went to Cincinnati. You know what's funny? I never had Skyline Chili, man. All these years there, never had it.
1: <laughs> never had it once? My never. first day, you know, I worked at the Cincinnati Inquirer. I covered the rest. Yes,
2: you did. And, my and you worked
1: very
4: good.
1: Man, thank you. My first year there, the first day. The, the reporters took me to uh, Skyline Chili to have a chili dog my very first day. They're like, you're in Cincinnati now. you got to try one. TJ, I can't believe you never got a, a, a Skyline Chili dog.
2: Never. Rob, growing up, man, you eat so much bologna, Spam, and hot dogs. <laughs> Once right. I got some money, I stopped eating them. <laughs> I don't blame
1: you.
4: Is Jay gone? Or are we still?
2: Man, Jay done.
4: I wanted I to ask better. you I just wanted to mention to you, Rob. When COVID was going on, you was really a source of joy to looking to you and your buddy every night. It really lifted my spirits during a dark period in my life. I really Man. appreciated that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Chris uh, and I one yeah, question. that was a tough thing. Go ahead. One question I just want to tell you, not about the Dolphins. The Bengals, can they win these last two games? They have to play the Chiefs and Cleveland. They'll either make it to the playoff or they'll be totally out of it. Can they go 2-0? The Bengals. Thank you.
2: Yep, appreciate it, Jay. I, I believe the Bengals can most definitely win the next two games. The key th- th- this week against the Chiefs, run the ball. Run the ball against this Kansas City so team after, and see if they so can after, stop it.
1: after they threw for 500, Burrow threw for 525, you're saying the key is to run the football
2: because the Chiefs can't stop the run? The, I wouldn't say they can't. The Chiefs have been better on defense. Make no, they no doubt about it. They, they've been better on defense. The Bengals are an offense. They can beat you either way. The Chief, If the protection is there, the Chiefs aren't going to stop the Bengals in the air on the ground. Okay. It's how will the Bengals' defense – hold up to playing the Chiefs offense. I believe they can match up. They too high if they can stop the run if they get DJ Reader back from covid protocols and that's going to be the key. Who's going to be able to play, who's not going to be able to play, who's going to be out because of protocols. Something that we've never thought about before that has to go into the thinking of when you pick a team. But can they win both games? Absolutely. All right, let's
1: squeeze in a few more calls here TJ 87799 on Fox.
2: We got Patrick in Florida. You on the air, Fox Sports Radio? Yo, yo, what's going
0: on? How y'all doing this morning? Doing great. What's, up, what's Pat? up, Patrick? Ain't that much, man. I just want to let Rob know that I think the Dolphins are going to actually go to the AFC Championship.
1: Oh my! Oh my! I want. That sounds like a Jordan's bet to me, right there.
0: No, 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 no Rob, Mr. Rob, check this out now. Check this out. You have two of which is playing great, and you also have Duke Johnson. You know what I'm saying? which There's a resurgence with him. And he did his thing last night. Um, I just feel like they can win a quick 10, 11 in a row. I really think they can really get in the AFC Championship. And I'm a Dallas fan, too.
1: Patrick, so. can, we, can we put some Hooters wings on that? I come down to Florida. And can we, can we do a 20 piece with a Diet Coke on that bet? You got them in the oh, oh, AFC yeah. Championship game? Man, I'm
0: down. I'm down. You ain't, hey, you, you ain't saying nothing but a thing, man. All right. <laughs> TJ, you
1: remember this, right? Remember this. Yes. All right. We got you on tape. Appreciate the call. Uh-huh. Thank you.
2: We got another caller. I, I, hopefully I'm going to pronounce this correctly. Is it Taurus in Arkansas? You on the air, Fox Sports Radio? Taurus. Here and there.
1: All right, go to Jeff. Uh, Here we go. Him. Jeff
2: in Lexington. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Hey,
3: TJ Hushmanzada and Rob Parker. This is How are you? Seth. Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, I uh, listen to you up there on uh, evenings, you and uh, Chris Broussard, uh, Rob Parker.
1: Thank and you. you know,
3: Seth, and you know that uh, school I talked about that he went to, that cornfield uh, college in Ohio?
1: <laughs> yes, Oberlin College, right in the cornfield, right.
3: My daughter just graduated this spring from Oberlin. Wow. I've been, want- I've been wanting to call you guys to tell you that. But uh,
1: Congratulations, her- Mazel tov to your yes. daughter. That's great.
3: Hey, and she did, it, she did it in three years, too, so fantastic. She got the heck out of there. Um, TJ, the greatest pair of hands, one of the greatest pair of hands ever played with the Cincinnati Bengals. And, of course, we're uh, Bengals fans down here in Lexington. Uh, are you surprised, TJ, that uh, we are so far along this season that we're possibly looking at a divisional champion?
2: I am surprised. And I'm surprised because of Joe coming off the injury and being so good so fast off the injury. That That, for me... Was and is uh, the surprising part of it. I-, I just hope fingers crossed, man, that they can keep this like this for a long time when you have Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, all those dudes are 25 years old and younger, all of them, they have a chance to be good for a long time. That offensive line, young outside of Riley Reef, the right tackle, they have a chance to be good for a very long time. If they can stay healthy, the Bengals about to take over the league, man, because, like I said, they got good players that are very young and they're playing well. All right,
1: there you go. Your Bengals talk with the former uh, Cincinnati Bengal himself, uh, T.J. Huchmanzada. But coming up next on the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio, we're going to talk about teams in the NFC, where they fit in, As we get closer to uh, playoff time, the Cowboys coming off a big win, Cardinals coming off another bad loss. We'll do that and much more. It is the Dan Patrick Show. Rob Parker, TJ Huchmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay America.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: It is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio on your Tuesday. Rob Parker, TJ Houshmanzada, the former All-Pro wide receiver, filling in for Dan and the Danettes. And uh, you can catch TJ on the weekends. On Saturdays, TJ, uh, plug your show. It is uh, up on game. Lavar Arrington, Plaxico Burris, and TJ
2: Huchmanzada. When can we hear that, TJ? Every Saturday, 9 to 11 Pacific Time, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Every Saturday, myself, Lavar, and Plaxico.
1: Yes, sir. Up on game. Fun listen. I was a guest. They tried to beat me up when I was on the show, but it's all good. I enjoyed it. You,
2: you, you and Plex had a nice uh, <laughs> nice little bet going. Oh, that one hurt say, me we, so we bad. We won't say how that went. That
1: one hurt me as bad because the Nets were up 2-0 in that series. Remember that. We yeah. bet a pair of off-white Jordans, man. I, I was feeling so good, and Milwaukee came back and won that series, so I paid up. Right? Hey, I, TJ, he, I paid he, up.
2: He, he's given you credit so many times on the air. I don't know if you've gotten word, but he Plexico is like, yeah, man, Rob is a solid stand-up, man. Sent me my Jordans and everything. He He's letting me know. You paid up your debt. No sure. doubt. I don't play that. If I'm going
1: to bet you, I'm going to pay up. And, of course, you can check out The Odd Couple, the show I'm on with Chris Broussard Uh, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports Radio. So you can check that out. TJ, let's look at the NFC and some teams uh, and where they fit in. I want to get your take on, like, the best four teams. Are the Cowboys in the best four, top four teams in the uh, NFC? And give me your top four.
2: Absolutely. that That's a no brainer to the So Cowboys. they're in the
1: top four. Okay, so give me your top yeah. four teams, right? Packers, are they number one for you?
2: Green, Green Bay would have to be one. Two, three, four, it's a toss up. It's just, what do you like? What do you prefer? All right, but let me a, hear
1: you. No, I want to think. I want to hear. You want so me to go one, two, out? three, four? Yeah, because you just the want me Rams, to give you the right? top four. Yeah, just
2: give me the four team. They don't have to be. Oh, exactly for sure. For, sh- yeah. for sure. The Packers are at the top. And, and then it's the Rams, the Bucks, the Cowboys. No question, those are the top four teams in the NFC, and I don't, I don't even think anybody could argue that those are the top four teams. Would you?
1: No, no I'm, I'm the only one. I guess was Arizona has ten wins, but they're trending downward. And, obviously, they've lost five of their last eight. What do you make of Arizona – first, tell me about the Cowboys because they won the NFC Least, and let's face it, that division, again, the Cowboys have struggled against some of the better teams. They beat up – they really beat up, and they beat up the Washington football team in ridiculous fashion uh, the other night, what,
2: 56 points. So, you're saying the Cowboys are the AFC version of the Miami Dolphins?
1: I'm just – I'm, just, I'm <laughs> asking you – about the Cowboys. Is this it? They've, they haven't been to the NFC Championship game since, what, 95 or 6? Something like that. It's been a long time. Are they going to the NFC Championship game this year?
2: They have a chance. And the way they played against the Washington football team offensively, I mean, it went not even offensively. It was a complete total team effort domination. They they have a chance, man. It, in week one. They lost that game to the Bucks. I believe it was 31 to 29. Yep. But I they played so well. And then they go to Los Angeles and beat the Chargers in a tight game. And so I said, "Oh, the yeah, Cowboys." Yeah, but hey,
1: before you give them credit for that win, the Chargers had two touchdowns taken off the board for penalties and I think two missed kicks. So they won that game, but I wasn't that impressed by the Cowboys that
2: day. I, when you went on the road, okay, see, traveling in <laughs> a different time zone, and the Chargers are a good team. They're, they're up and down. But what, what concerns They are it up and down.
1: That, that team, I, I, I gave up on them. After.
2: The Cowboys started rolling. They started rolling. The Cowboys started rolling. And then they scored nine points against the Chiefs. I'm like, huh? What is going on to this high-powered offense? Right. And then they lose to the Raiders. You're like back-to-back Chiefs-Raiders. And so you you start to get concerned, and then they started to pick. those. After those two losses, they've picked it up. The Cowboys can beat you on the ground. They can beat you in the air. They can beat you with the defense. They can sack you. They can intercept the ball. The Cowboys are for real. All
1: right, and the Cardinals
2: quickly. I'm not are so they,
1: – they, we're, we're, This is the second year in a row they have faded in the
2: second half. I said this a month ago, Rob. I said it a month ago that I wasn't sold on the Cardinals being the best team in the Even NFC. Even when they were
1: 10-2, and two, you didn't I, buy it.
2: I did not buy it because there's steps that teams normally take with a young quarterback. This is foreign to them. And I look to be right. And they, they got a tough game. And Cowboys and Cardinals this week. The Cardinals lose this. They're going to be real down on themselves. They they don't have Hopkins playing. Right. And so they have to figure out a way that what's the right balance, running the ball, passing the ball, how can we win these games? Because the Cowboys uh-huh. have an opportunity for the number one seed if Green Bay slips up.
1: All right. The- we right. We're going to talk about more football, but let's – Let's talk about the third hour of the Dan Patrick Show coming up, TJ. Uh, we're going to talk Lakers. They play the Houston Rockets tonight. Uh, the Lakers have lost five straight. Uh, Westbrook uh, kind of uh, have had enough of people talking about them. We're going to hear some sound from Westbrook. We'll talk about the Lakers and their funk, all that and much more in the final hour of the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay, America.